Hello world! Welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by BigBadHangover.com. It's a hangover cure, and it works like a charm. And you can trust me, because I'm an alcoholic. Which is a weird thing to say. So last we left off, the Israelites were killing much people, and the sun stood still in the sky to give Joshua more time to kill people. And then they killed some kings that were hiding in a cave. Well, as we move on, it looks like Joshua wasn't done killing much people, because they swept through, killing every single person in the city of Makedah, and Libna, and Lachish, then Eglon, and Hebron, and Debir, and Negev, and Gaza. It's not entirely clear to me how anyone could read this book and say, yes, the Israelites are the good guys of this story. Just sweeping through and killing every man, woman, and child they see. Burning down entire cities for no reason. That's the kind of thing that people should be doing. The God that tells them to do that is the kind of God I want to follow. Joshua 11. Well, it looks like uh, some of the kings in the northern region were hearing about the shit that was going down in the southern region and decided to join forces to stop the Israelites, which I can't argue with. What would you do in that situation? Well, they built an army as numerous as the sands in the seashore. I just googled how many people that would be, and it's about five sextillion people. So the kings of the northern part of modern-day Israel went and built an army with 8.5 billion times more people than have ever existed. God told Joshua, don't be afraid, you'll kill all of them. Also, let's try something new. Hamstring their horses and burn all their chariots. In case you don't know what it means to hamstring a horse, it's exactly what it sounds like. You cut its hamstring so it can't run or walk properly. And it's totally cruel and kind of pointless in this case. Just goes to continue to show you how horrifying this book actually is. Well, thanks to the same loving God that once killed almost all the life on Earth because people were fucking his kids in Nephilim, and that was the reason for the Great Flood, in case you forgot. Thanks to him, the Israelites bravely swept through this wicked army trying to defend themselves against the righteous invaders and killed every single person in their way and the ones who tried to get out of their way. Then they heroically sliced all the horses' hamstrings so they couldn't run or walk properly anymore. Then they burned all their chariots because what good is a chariot if all the horses can't pull them, right? They swept through every city, killing everyone. It literally says, not sparing anyone that breathed. And they looted the shit out of them, except Hazar, which they burned to the ground. Why did God make them do this? Well, according to the book, God, just like with Pharaoh, had gone and fucked with the whole concept of free will, hardening the hearts of all these kings and making them not want to make peace with the Israelites. Which you might remember, only one kingdom was able to do, and they were only able to do that by lying. And they also became subservient to the Israelites in the process. Joshua 12. Joshua 12 just lists all the kings that Joshua's killed by now. The king of Jericho, Ha'ai, Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, Eglon, Gezer, Deber, Geder, Horma, Arid, Libna, Adullam, Makeda, Bethel, Tapua, Hefer, Aphek, Lasheron, Manon, Hazor, Shibron, Marod, Akshaf, Tanakh, Megiddo, Kesher, Shokniam, Dor, Goyim, and Terzah. So there you go. I'm sure I pronounced none of those correctly, but there are 31 kings in all, which is a nice prime number for you. Joshua 13. Well, a bunch of time passed, and now Joshua was old. God told him, you're very old, but I still want you to kill more people and take their land. Then they, God and Joshua, spent a while divvying up the land among the 11 tribes. 11 because the Levites didn't get any. Joshua 14 is them divvying up the land. 
This book went from really exciting to really not as fast as a Star Wars prequel. I looked it up, and apparently the first half of the book was written uh, by a different person in the second half, so now we're the boring part. Joshua 15 is they kept divvying up the land. Joshua 16, the land divvying starts to come to an end. They decided mercifully not kill all the Canaanites living in Gezer. They decided just let them stay as slaves. Joshua 17, Manasseh, one of the now lost tribes of Israel, was having a hard time with their region because they had somehow left a few people alive. So they mercifully enslaved them as well instead of killing them all. Then Manasseh and Ephraim asked for more land, and Joshua said, Sure, just kill more people and take their land. What the hell do you think we've been doing this whole time? Joshua 18. Each tribe sent out three people to survey the land, and I'm sure this would be a lot more exciting if I knew the area at all, because without that, it's just a bunch of jargon. But suffice to say, the borders for each tribe are very well documented. Why they decided to include this in the Bible thousands of years later is beyond me. Joshua 19 to 21 is people moving to their areas. Joshua 22 is some of the eastern tribes built an altar, which almost started a civil war for reasons that are completely beyond me. Somehow they talked through it, and I suppose this whole part made a lot more sense when it was written than it does now. And just at just the land allotment, I'm not entirely sure why thousands of years later I'm reading this, like how many works of literature did not survive from the past, and somehow this did. Well, Joshua 23 and 24 is the end of the book, and it says Joshua is now older than he even was before when God called him old. He brought everyone together and told them to keep worshiping their scary God, because otherwise he'd fuck them right up. God, not Joshua. Although I can absolutely see Joshua on his deathbed still trying to do what he loved most, which was killing people. Anyways, he died at the ripe old age of 110 years old. Back when the life expectancy of the time was, you know, 35 years old. They buried him in Shechem, the land that Jacob had bought all those years ago. And then, tragedy struck. Eliezer died as well. Who the hell was Eliezer, you're asking? He was Aaron's son, and he wasn't part of the story in any way whatsoever. (laughs) And that is how the book of Joshua ends. So, thank you for listening. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, The Bible Abridged. And if you're a drinker, you should go to BigBadHangover.com and get those hangover pills. And if you're not, you should go do something else. I'll be back soon with the book of Judges.